Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where normally we cover all those amazing reality shows that only had one season. But today we're going to be delving deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, New Beginnings. Duh. Um, I'm your host, Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Bradbeck. And today we're going to be discussing episode three, The Last Hurrah. Yes. I can't tell quite what language you're doing when you say duh. Is it French? Is it... <laughs> it's whatever I feel like that day. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's kind of a mystery each time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you said before we started recording that you missed 15 minutes. Which 15 minutes did you miss? So I have it in my notes. And when we get to it, I will tell you. So okay. I, for those of you I'm sure out there, I have the dish. <laughs> we had a ferocious thunderstorm here on we Wednesday sure night. Did. And so my satellite cut out. Um, anyone who was following my live tweeting knows that because I tweeted that it came out and that I tweeted when it came back. So, um, there's like a good, maybe 10, 15 minute chunk that I missed. So, and, and shockingly MTV does not rerun it. Oh, interesting. They ran it once. That is it. And so, because like, I also missed some of the housewives of New Jersey reunion, but Bravo reran it. So I just re-recorded it and I'm, I love you guys, but I'm not going to fucking pay. No, no, that's so weird though. Cause I feel like Siesta key is re-aired like four times a week, but 4 million times. Well, and the other fucked up thing is it's not on Paramount plus season one of new beginnings is, but not season two. Well, hopefully I have good notes in this segment. Cause I watched it. I don't know the day after or the day after that. Well, um, you know, I watched it. So I watched it when it aired and then I did watch it again last night and took notes. So, okay. Um, so I was noticing who is in the opening sequence this time. I was just trying to make Me notes. Too. I, I hadn't noticed that Frankie was in them. My very first note is how is Frankie in the title? I don't know. Uh, my He's first barely note, in the show. I know. My first note is how amazing Brody looks in the opening sequence. And I'm sad he doesn't look like that in the rest of the show. I feel that way about Jason. Because yeah. the, he, he looks so hot. I mean, he looks hot anyway, but like so hot the opening to credits. Yeah. Brody's wearing like a black collared shirt with a black suit jacket. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, well, but and why do we get Frankie, but not Jen? I like don't she's know. in it just as much as he is and actually more than he is. Yeah. And she's not in the title. I know. I, I need to look next time it's on to see if he's an EP. Oh, maybe. I wonder if he's an EP. That'd be good to know. So we open this episode and Audrina is gardening in her bathing suit uh-huh. and her our gingham old, bathing suit. Yeah. Our old friend, <laughs> Joey shows up and I remember Joey, but who did she have problems with last season? Was it Misha? Hi, it she... was Stephanie. Oh, it was Stephanie. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember who she like mouthed. I, I mean, it might've been Stephanie and Misha, but it was definitely Stephanie. Okay. Um, so it's Audrina's friend and stylist, and I guess they're getting ready to go on this trip to San Diego. And Audrina actually describes her style in this scene as camis and leather jackets and truer words about Audrina have never been spoken. Uh, my only, I was too distracted by Joey's new look because she has gotten quite a lot of lip filler and the most horrendous color contacts I've ever seen. And she looks like a fucking cyborg. Yeah, I did. I was not here for the colored contacts. I don't like when people do that. They look so unnatural. But they don't have to. Like Paris Hilton has colored contacts and she's, hers looks super natural. Like you can get naturally looking colored contacts. You do not have to look like a cyborg. That's true. You don't have to look like Sheena in whatever season that was. Yeah, like this is, it was, it was, it was distressing. And so this is one of the times mine cut out. So I went right from that 
and then a cut to Heidi and Spencer packing. Okay. Very abruptly. Okay. Um, so what's also interesting about this scene, nothing really, but Audrina says, thanks for always coming to the rescue with clothes. Yeah. She's your stylist and you probably pay her to do just that when you're going to take a trip. She comes over with clothes. I off, I wonder though, do you think she's truly Audrina's stylist or this is like some friend of Audrina's who is a stylist and like she's letting her be on the show to promote herself? Or she and Audrina are going to partner together on something. Do you think Audrina was wearing one of her own bathing suits? <laughs> I wondered that too, but I, feel like, <laughs> but I feel like she would have had Joey comment on that. Probably, yeah. Um, so then they have a quick chat about Sean um, and Adrina says, sorry, that she's easing into it and that, you know, she's no, she has no reason to rush and Sean checks all the boxes. Whatever. Okay. Boring. Um, so I didn't know that one of her boxes was like bloated faced ex Hollywood party boy. With the goofiest sense of humor. Yeah. He tries <laughs> really fucking hard. He's, he's what a porn I, ball. Yeah, he's what I used to call Magoo. Yeah. Like, he's just very Magoo. Yeah, he is, that's a very good descriptor. Yeah. So then we go to Heidi and Spencer's, and they are celebrating this trip with champagne. They're turning up, and they're packing. And I will say, I love the way that Spencer and Heidi flirt with one another. Like, I'm sure it's for the cameras and they don't keep it up all the time, but it is funny. <laughs> and Spencer pulled something out of Heidi's suitcase, like a dress or a top or something. He was like, what? This is way too much fabric. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was sweet. Um, now, do we think, because they were drinking when they were packing, do we think that they're actually drinking as much as they're making it seem like they are on the show? Or is this some Spencer self-produced, like our storyline is going to be that we have a bit of an alcohol problem. So I'm going to make sure that we have champagne in every scene. I've wondered both because I've been trying to check in with the gang more on Instagram just to see happenings. Spencer and Heidi do drink a lot of wine and make like goofy TikTok videos. It's kind of their shtick. Well, Heidi's always been, I mean, we all know from what was the, the mother daughter show when she was on the mother daughter therapy show. Oh, I don't remember. And she was like shit house the whole time. And they're like, you're a drunk. Like, I mean, I, I totally believe Heidi has an alcohol problem. I just wasn't sure if Spencer has an alcohol problem as well. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, no, I'm guessing this is somewhat self-produced. Like they, they want to be perceived as like fun and lively and then we'll see where it's going to go. And they're definitely trying to get a deal with Vuv. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, sponsored by Vuv. Yeah. Um, but it's also funny that they say, Spencer says that party Heidi is going on this trip and he's excited because when they get back, it's going to be ovulation cycles, pregnancy tests, and sobriety. <laughs> um, and then Caitlin is packing also. Um, and I really like her haircut and she's packing with her friend, Caroline, um, who comes on the trip with her. And we learned that she, Caroline grew up in Malibu with Brody and Caroline also got divorced around the same time as Caitlin. So they are both on a path of self-discovery drink. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> drinks self-discovery. Um, and Caitlin says no, and we're not dating. Which I'm really glad that they clarified. I mean, because honestly, I was even tweeting about it and I was like, oh, I'm very glad that that because I did see that little snippet of that. Now, I didn't have time. I've had kind of a crazy week. I wanted to look up and try to find out who Caroline was married to. 
Oh, good one. I didn't look. Like, that I wonder up. if it was somebody famous. But on the same note, I want Caitlin to tell us who she's dating because, as I discovered since we last recorded, Caitlin has been in a relationship for a year now, which means that she was in a relationship at the time of filming that she's not like mentioning. A woman or a man? A man. Interesting. Yes. His name is Christopher Brock. Which means she started dating him at the beginning of the pandemic. Yes. So hold on. I'm looking for the anniversary post. I meant to have it pulled up so that I would be ready to discuss this because that's how I saw it. Okay. True story. Christopher Brock and I were introduced by a mutual friend over text last May, meaning May 2020. I asked him out on a first date a few days later on his birthday, May 18th. He had plans with his son that night, but we we got together for dinner on the rooftop of the Surfrider Malibu the following night, and the rest is history. Who is going on dates with strangers to a restaurant last May? Like at the beginning of the fucking pandemic, you psychopath. Caitlin Carter. Apparently. Yeah. And he is actually a designer, the Brock collection. Um, so fakey fake, 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 fake. Because I'm sure Broody knew about this. Like, why didn't he be like, fuck you, I can bring Amber. Like, you have a boyfriend. Exactly. So it kind of... Fake, 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 Right. And Caitlin just posted this, obviously, on their one-year anniversary before this episode aired. So it kind of, you know, it made me a little less invested in the episode. So whatever. But there you have it. All right. So this is where I get where it cut out. So that scene happened... I got to see the sign for Paradise Point. My signal went out. It came back when Spencer was talking to Justin, Bobby, and Brandon. Outside at night. Okay. Justin, Bobby, and Brandon. Um... So I missed the, I missed the, I missed the car trip there. I missed Caitlin seeing Amber for the first time. So I missed all of that. So you're going to have to fill me in on what happened. Okay. I I know nothing. Okay, I don't think you missed that much. So Brandon and Danny arrived first. Um, And I'm so tired of hearing Brandon talk about this relationship. Um, So he says that they are following their plan of not living together and they're working on communicating and they really can't lose. They And for this trip, they've got a recipe for a good trip, beach, bungalows, and a chick, which is just charming. Yeah. So then everybody arrives, Caitlin and Caroline, Ashley and Jason, Frankie and Jen. And Ashley turns to Jason and says, no baby hints. So I think they didn't tell people that she was pregnant on this. Oh, okay. Yeah. There is a cute, quick scene of Jason and Ashley unpacking. And she picks up this bikini top of hers. And it basically has like a little kind of like flutter sleeve on mm-hmm. the strap. And Jason says they're putting accessories on these nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Um, so Justin arrives. Everyone is standing outside drinking different colored beverages. It's like the hotel offered them complimentary kombucha or something. I was wondering what the okay. hell they were drinking. Um, and they're getting ready for a boat ride. And Brody arrives with Amber. Caroline makes a face. Caitlin kind of stares down Amber and says that she didn't know Brody was bringing a date. And Caitlin says that it takes 30 seconds out of Brody's day to let her know that he's bringing someone. And that's really all she expected. She knows that he's dating um, 
but that just as a common courtesy and a respect, because that's what they've tried so hard to work on, that she deserved that from him around this. So to that point, the fact that she, she's not wrong, she's not wrong. And the fact that she's dating someone doesn't matter because it's not like she showed up with him without saying to Brody, she was bringing someone. Um, so I actually, I do agree with her on this point. Like it's really awkward, especially given that it was supposed to be a friend's trip. So the fact that she's dating Christopher is irrelevant, but I still thought it was interesting. Um, So then Caitlin also says that she knows Amber, that they were all friends and that quote, Amber is kind of a partier and that she was surprised Brody was dating her given his newfound sobriety. So Caitlin and Amber were friends. Like, you know, our friends or like like same circles kind of. Yes. Yeah interesting interesting yeah and then i had weather questions this whole time the wardrobe and like the i went batshit on twitter about this like first of all half my family lives in san diego i don't like it does the temperature change in san diego is not drastic so for them to be in bikinis in the middle of the day and winter parkas at night is insane to me I also would think San Diego is hotter than LA given that it's further south, but I've never been. San Diego is super temperate. Like it's like 75 all the time. Okay. Interesting. It, well, I mean, now with global warming and stuff, it gets really hot in the summer, but there in the fall, it's, I bet it was, cause it, what is this like October? Yeah. Um, I bet it was 75. It looked kind of cold. So we'll get to that more when everyone's on the beach later, but I, it's in my notes here as they're all getting on the boat. So Heidi and Spencer are the last to arrive to the boat. And then Justin Bobby says in his confessional that the Pratts love to make an entrance. True. Yeah. Um, Heidi is wearing, I mean, the Gucci continues. Like this show should just be called the Gucci Chronicles. However, Heidi is wearing a jumpsuit and has the girls out and she looks great. Oh, I'm sad I missed it. So she's giving me a little bit of a Charlie's Angels vibe, you know, like very 70s jumpsuit, low cut mm-hmm. with the boobs just kind of sticking out the sides. I was, I was into it. Um, back door man, unless it's for work. I don't, oh, that's Justin. I'm really tired of Justin's theories about himself. It's like all he, all he knows how to do. So he says that when he's talking about the Pratt's loving to make a grand entrance, he says that he's more of a backdoor man unless it's for work. And then he says, you won't find me doing jazz hands coming through the front door. Okay, Justin. Right. It's like, can I get that stitched on a pillow? What does that mean? I just don't, I don't understand. He loves to just like spout nonsensical platitudes. That's what I mean. It's like his favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah, he has more later. So then I heard, and they didn't show it, but when Heidi introduces herself to Amber, because clearly there's someone new there that everyone didn't expect, Heidi and Spencer seemed lit already, which wouldn't surprise me. And I think what we didn't see is Heidi going in for a handshake or a hug, and you hear someone say, don't worry, I'm negative. Oh, I was like, just own it, MTV. Just own it. Break the fourth wall. Like, show some tests. Just do anything. Um, So then Heidi goes on and on about how much she loves boats, which we know (laughs) because of last season's anniversary boat ride. Uh, Brody says something about how he hasn't been golfing since he shattered his elbow and he couldn't golf for a while. And Caitlin took care of him. 
And then Caitlin tells this story about how Brody fell when he was wasted in Vegas or whatever. They're basically just telling stories about each other in front of everybody. And you can see that Amber gets, you know, quiet and kind of butthurt about it. And Caitlin says, you know, I get that she didn't expect his ex-wife and the stories, but this is what we're doing, right? It may be weird, but we're blending new relationships. And she says, maybe this is why people don't do this very often, but here we are. <laughs> I Caitlin was earning points in my book this episode. Um, so then you did see Justin outside talking to Spencer and Brody or the the part that that it kicked back in for me is that Spencer's talking to Justin and Brody about how Heidi wants five children. Okay, now we're there. Yeah, so Heidi wants five kids, and Justin says that idea makes him want to jump overboard with no life raft. <laughs> um, and he's 100% right. And I am yes. the oldest of five children and, um, 10, 10 would not recommend like yeah. it's a lot of fucking kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, and this is where you notice that everybody is in a couple, like suddenly this has turned into a couple's trip. Um, and if I were Caitlin and Justin, I'd be like, ugh, you know, like if Brody had showed up alone or whatever, like the balance would have been a little more evened out, but but I mean, they have Caroline, Justin, Bobby, and Caitlin Audrina. all have each other. And Audrina. And Audrina until Sean shows up. Yeah. like Yeah, I know. It was still just, they were very, they were emphasizing the couple's hardcore. I also want to know why Heidi and Spencer were the only ones allowed to bring their child. I don't know. Or do they insist on it and everybody else is like, no, thanks. Maybe. I mean, because we know that the Wallers have a kid and don't Frankie and Jen? have kids i think they have two yeah like i thought it was strange well here's the thing would you rather film with or without your children i'm gonna go without most parents would probably say like oh i'd rather have the weekend just for us if we're gonna be filming and doing other things oh a hundred percent but it just i don't know it's just one of those all or nothing i feel like either all the kids should have been there or none of the kids should have been there yeah i took it as who (laughs) which couple is the most likely to try and market their child True, 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 true. Um, So then after all this couple talk, Justin and Caitlin have like a little sidebar um, and they have another one later. And I don't, I don't want MTV to try and convince me of anything with this friendship. No, like I lost my mind over this. And this was before even knowing that Caitlin was dating somebody, but I was like, I do not need Caitlin and Justin Bobby to be the new Audrina and Justin Bobby. Like stop trying to make this happen. I'm yeah. not buying it. Like, this is fucking stupid. No. And but yes, guess- that's when they talk about that Caitlin is upset about the fembot being brought and not being told about it. Yeah. And they have another heart-to-heart later that I also wasn't here for, but who cares? Also, speaking of fembots, where is Joey the cyborg stylist? Wasn't invited, apparently. Oh, I thought she was. I thought, I mean, again, the Audrina part was cutting out, but I thought Audrina invited her. No, Audrina said, we, we are taking a trip to San Diego. Oh, okay. I thought that Joey was invited as well. Okay. Got it. That might also be a COVID related precaution by MTV. Like there are only so many people who can come in and out. Who knows? Um, I think though, the fact that Audrina and Joey were filming together maskless would mean that she should have been like part of the crew. Yeah. But for all we know, that was spliced together months later. Like who knows? Anyway. True, 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 true. Okay. So the next day, everybody's waking up. Um, Brandon and Danny are like super in love all of a sudden, you know, all the kissy facing on this trip. Um, same with Brody and Amber. And this is where we notice that Gunner is with the Pratts and Heidi's already popping champagne. 
Well, I actually, I think out of all of my tweets from the episode, the one that got the most traction was I said that my favorite reality show trope is when couples like pretend like they're waking up together in bed when in fact they've had to get up, open the door for the camera crew and let them in. Like it is my favorite thing ever when they're like, oh, mm, just waking up. I'm like, there's like five camera people in your fucking room, you idiot. Yeah. And you got to freshen your face just a little bit. Um, so Gunner knows what champagne is, which is kind of funny. I think <laughs> it was funny, but also I feel a little, like not it was a little great. Crin- it was a little not cring- great. It was a little funny and a little cringy. And then what the fuck was Heidi wearing? Um, a vagina bandaid. So we're a vagina bandaid with like the weirdest cover-up pants over top of it I've ever seen in my life. Okay, so she is wearing. It looks like teeny underwear with sequins on it, but it has a triangle top to match. So I guess it's a bathing suit, but it is, you know, her labia were practically on display. Actually, Heather, um, glue cookie tweeted and said like she was waiting for a lip to pop out. Yes, correct. (laughs) Um, And then she's wearing sort of what I would call, um, you know, the less fancy name is joggers, but maybe sort of like a um, a gypsy pant, but they're completely sheer. Completely sheer and also like tight, weren't they? I mean, it wasn't loose. It was almost like leggings. It was like sheer see-through. Le- it was strange. Yes. Um, so they're asking Spencer if he's ready to be a big brother. And then Spencer Gunner. Says- Oh, sorry, Gunner, yes. And then Spencer says, Gunner, cover your ears because he notices what Heidi's like. He takes notice of what Heidi's wearing. And then Heidi laughs and says, oh, daddy likes my outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Again, kind of funny. And then we hear about Sean coming to San Diego to surprise Audrina. You know, Spencer's taking the risk on this one and secretly invited him a week ago. And he's just really convinced that it's going to be great. Um, And then... Does Gunner ask when he can taste champagne? Oh, I didn't, I don't, I don't remember that. But what my favorite part was that um, Spencer says to Gunner, like, oh, Gunner, like, are are Sean and Adrena going to be great friends? And Gunner just says no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was very here for it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Gunner says something about champagne. Like, can I taste that? Or when can I have some? And Spencer says when you're 21. Um, um, he's like a California kid. I'm sure when he's 12, I know I was, I was surprised that Spencer waited until 21. I thought he was going to say like 18. Um, so then Brody and Caitlin are having, they're visiting the coffee bar on the beach, which might be my wet dream. If I could just wake up on the beach and have like a full coffee bar with breakfast <laughs> ready for me. Um, Brody said he didn't sleep well because Amber drank a lot of tequila. And Caitlin says, that's what happens when you bring someone with you bum 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 Mm -hmm. before the commercial break and then they just talk it out (laughs) well here but here is my this is where i'm going to play devil's advocate for brody so she you know says you know we're in this good place and all you had to do was tell me and you know even as your friend like just say like i'm bringing this person didn't she 100 percent blindside him with miley and didn't he see it on an instagram post i believe so so, I mean, you don't have a ton of high ground here. Right. I mean, I get a lot of time has passed and maybe they're in a better place now, but, you know, he's just kind of banging this chick. She was in a full-on committed relationship with Miley. So I, I'm a little on his side on this one. 
Yeah. I mean, not that he had a side. He said, I should have told you I'm sorry. And he was very apologetic. But I was like, well, you know, you kind of did the same thing to him. So he was apologetic by also making Amber seem like a cheap piece of shit. He said, you know, like it was so last minute, just figure it out. Like, doesn't mean it's serious. Like, he basically just says, like, don't sweat it. I'm only fucking her. And it's like, man, that's you. Um, so that was a little not great, but that seems to be the theme with Amber. I also noticed, I'm wondering if you did, Caitlin's boobs look bigger to me. Oh, I'll have to pay attention. I don't know. I'll need to see an older picture of her to like really compare. I mean, it could be too that she's just getting older and she's like filling out in a good way. But I just, I caught like, they caught my eye a couple times and I was surprised because I feel like her chest is not something that is ever registered. Well, a lot of people use the pandemic to get work done. So it wouldn't be the weirdest thing ever if she had a boob job. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, maybe I'll have to compare that myself. And then we go to the Long Shadow Ranch winery. Well, first we have um, Brody's confessional with the worst case of triangle hair I've ever seen in my entire life. I cannot take the the hair anymore. Like I cannot, like he's got to get it fucking cut. It looks like someone like just dropped an Incan pyramid on the fucking top of his head. Like I I cannot take it anymore. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, and we started, well, so before we go to the Long Shadow Ranch, we get like a three second snippet of them at the beach and oh. then it cuts to the ranch. Yeah. We and at the go- ranch, well, they go back and forth, but they started yeah. with the beach, then it was ranch and ranch is Justin Bobby, Caitlin, Jen, Frankie, and Caroline. Yep. And then Brody and Amber, Heidi and Spencer are on the beach. And that's when, this is when... Caitlin and Justin Bobby decide to go off together to look at the horses. And I couldn't even bother paying attention to what they were saying because fucking Caitlin is wearing her stupid, stupid culottes. culottes again, her tuxedo striped jean culottes. Like do you, They're do back. you own another pair of pants? Yeah. My note says, did Caitlin get a boob job? Caitlin goes to see the horses with Justin snooze. Loves being around horses. Culottes are back. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? I would love to know who makes them. Because I'm sure they were some super expensive high fashion bullshit that she paid a ton of money for if she's now worn them on camera twice. So Caitlin's Caitlin's wearing her ugly culottes and Justin is wearing yellow tinted sunglasses and talking about how he wants children. Do we think that her new boyfriend made them? He's a designer, (laughs) right? Yeah, he designs mostly in black, but maybe. so. Maybe he's like the culotte king. I actually, so I was wondering how legit he was, but he dressed Adele for her monologue um, for SNL. Oh, I did like that look. Me too. And he's posted some pretty famous models wearing his stuff, but maybe, maybe those are for Brock culottes. I know what happened during this bullshit conversation. This is when Justin Bobby talks about how he actually wants kids and a traditional relationship and that no one, and I'm like, excuse me, a week ago, you were like, freedom, 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 freedom. Like, I learned that what I need is 24-7 fucking freedom. That's not kids. And that's not a committed relationship, you weirdo. He also is the one that said the night before that kids make him want to jump off the boat without a life raft, so. Yeah, I don't, like, whatever, dude. I know. Like, whatever. I, between the yellow sunglasses and his, you know, fiery passion to have kids, I'm fucking over it. Yeah, I just wrote, not here for Justin, Bobby, and Caitlin. No, I, yeah. <laughs> By notes as fucking ew and no. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> so then the beach posse is playing with Gunner and my note says, wow, Heidi's bikini bottoms are teeny. Teeny tiny. Yeah. And this is where we learn that Jason wants a boy this time. 
I know I'm, I yet another conversation about men wanting kids because they do less of the work, not here for it. I mean, Jason was cute playing with Gunner, but like, okay. Yeah, whatever. So then in a cliffhanger before the commercial, Brandon gets a text message. I I thought it was, he saw that he had a missed call. Whatever. And he starts swearing. And I like, I was like, oh my God, what did Tommy Lee do in the fall? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was like more family drama. And then when we get back from the break, we have to have a whole scene of Brandon. I I don't even have a verb for it. I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) No one knows what he's doing. Like, so he goes on this like freak out because he missed this important work call. What do you do? Like you're a model and an actor. So like, was it a call for an audition? Like he's making it sound like it's some kind of business deal. Like, is he a day trader? Like, what the fuck are you doing that this missed call has ruined your life? And he says he can't balance work and personal. Like what? I know. What work? And I hate to break it to you, but aren't you at work as we speak on a television show? Yeah. Like, is it your job right now to be on this beach being filmed? You fucking freak show. Yeah. And you're sitting on the beach. You have your phone in your pocket, probably at all times. If this meeting was so concerning to you, how the fuck did you miss it? And who doesn't, I mean, he made it sound like it wasn't a meeting, but it was like a phone call that he'd been waiting on about some deal or something. But like you call them back. I know. I don't like, I don't get it. Like the only thing that made sense to me is if it was some kind of day trading thing where it was something he could have, should have purchased and the stock market was closed for the day. Like who the fuck knows? Like it makes no sense to me. None. He said he works his ass off every day. He's high strung and there's just so much pressure. Doing what dude? Like, what are you doing? I don't like, know. Fill us in. Clue us in. And then poor Danny is sitting there. What, she looks like she was shivering, by the way. That's where I got the temperature all confused again. She looks insane in her bathing suit because she's like 12. Um, but she says, you know, she really wants to be there for him and he doesn't want to bring his, his shit into the relationship, but she says it's okay and blah, blah, blah. Um, but this is also the same scene where Amber drunkenly asks Heidi if she'll be her godmother. Yes, which Heidi is all about. Yeah, Heidi is Heidi's love and life this weekend. Um, and then we cut back to Danny and Brandon, and Danny's bathing suit was making my butthole hurt. She that looks- was quite the thong. Like, quite the thong. She looked good in it, though. She looked great in it, but I was just like, Ugh, that does not look comfy. And then this is when Brandon tries to explain where all the pressure comes. And he says, my family was an overnight success. I feel like Tommy Lee would take great fucking umbrage with that because anyone Correct. who's read the Motley Crue book, they struggled as like, I mean, they were a band for a few years before they became famous. He wasn't an overnight success. No. I mean, his mom, sure. Pam Anderson, yes, I'll give him that. Like, she got naked and she was an overnight success. But Tommy Lee, like, worked really hard to get where he was. I bet Pam worked harder than that, too. Like, she was gorgeous, but, like, that is just such a rich kid fucking thing to say. Well, actually, no. So I am a Pam Anderson apologist and scholar. And she was discovered at a baseball game in... um, Canada in the stands on the jumbotron okay that's how she was discovered 
but okay. So she was discovered, but like, she still hustled. Like I guarantee she did more work to be and get and stay famous than Brandon Lee has done. A hundred thousand percent. But when he says like, my family was an overnight success, she truly like was, went from being nobody one day to being famous the next. Okay. Tommy well, Lee, I'm saying was, was nobody for a long time. And like Motley Crue yeah. wasn't Motley Crue all of a sudden, like they worked hard to become Motley Crue. Right. Yeah. Well, Brandon's full of shit. He drives me nuts. He is. And then we have another sidebar of Jason and Audrina talking and because she knows that Sean is coming, I guess it's not a surprise now. Um, and I, I just couldn't stop dwelling on the fact that it is so strange to me that Jason Waller is now back on this show. Like, remember season one of The Hills? Like, Heidi hated the fact that Lauren dated him and, like, Audrina knew him whack when he was a hot mess. And I was just, like, staring at my TV being like, wow, they've known each other a long time, actually. (laughs) Um, Because I don't care about Sean. So. Well, I I had a couple other notes that I'm not sure about the timeline of. I think it was before this. That um, one was with Brandon. I thought it was hysterical that he said that he's meditated and read a bunch of books. to deal with like his relationship like whatever the fuck and then i also wrote because they were talking about this is when they were talking about amber being peer pressured by heidi in the beginning Mm -hmm. um and i said maybe amber um if maybe if amber wasn't 11 years old she wouldn't be as susceptible to peer pressure no shit (laughs) and then Uh, my next note is that when sean shows up yes and let's talk about sean showing up in the car that matches spencer's sweatshirt that i do not think was an accident at all no I also couldn't figure out what kind of car it was. I'm usually pretty good at that game, but it, like, was it, a, it looked like a Lamborghini, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, and it wasn't a Maserati and it no. wasn't a Ferrari. Weirdly, it, the emblem looks like looked, a Rolls. Or it actually looked like an Aston Martin logo to me. Oh, maybe it is then. Maybe it was. Okay. Well, I'm glad you were confused too. Cause I feel like you're also good at this game. Um, but he's just such a like, He's so Magoo. He's fine. I mean, that is the perfect descriptor. You hit the nail on the head. And his necklace, like, I don't even remember what it looked like, but I just remember that it was awful. It was like too big and very noticeable and super gold. And I just, I can't, I can't. Yeah. So then we go to dinner poolside and this is really the last scene, but it's really long. There's a lot going on. And And I said, everyone looks freezing, freezing, freezing. And everyone's wearing masks for the first time in the show. Yeah. Well, were they or were the staff? I saw the staff wearing masks. That when they all walked up to the pool, they had masks. Oh, they had masks on. Yeah. Um, Sean is wearing a parka. Mm -hmm. So I know that it looks a little chilly, but he's wearing like one of the, it looks like a Canada goose. Like. Now, I will say this, as much as my, like, massive confusion about the weather on the hills at all times. Again, I have family in San Diego. If it's 65 degrees, they pull out their heavy winter jackets. Like, that's normal. Like, they pull out, like, to them, that's, like, freezing cold. Okay. So, I guess it's possible that it was, like, (laughs) 75 during the day, and now it's 65 at night. Yeah. And this is where Sean's magooness really sank in for me, because... Is it he and Brody that are talking about their hair and like laughing about how they both have longer hair than their wild no, party No, it's days? him and Justin Bobby. Oh God, yes. It's even worse. 
And all I wrote is that I was like, Sean is fucking awkward and annoying. I yes. don't. They talk about how they're going to have a hair off. Yeah, I can know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then Audrina says there's a weird energy at their table. No shit. Well, and I also believe that and there was a confessional. I can't remember what happens, but in my notes, I wrote that Brody knows <laughs> that Audrina and Sean are never going to be a thing. Yes. Like he makes mention of it. Well, so I think that he, if Spencer knows Sean from back in the day, I'm sure Brody does. And I'm, duh, if Brody, if I can tell that Sean's Magoo, Brody must have some like hardcore evidence. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so then Heidi and Spencer arrive much like they did the night before. And Ashley says, let's enjoy this quiet while it lasts. Because Heidi and Spencer are so goddamn loud. I think it's really Heidi. It is Heidi. Spencer seems pretty chill to me. Yeah. And in Ashley's defense, Heidi immediately starts yelling about Ashley. Like, she's like, Ashley, what are you looking at? Why are you looking at me like that? Like, she starts, like, picking at her specifically. And I don't know why they edited it that way, but it it annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, everyone's at different levels and people admit that, you know, Heidi is very difficult to be around when she drinks. And she's yelling at Amber from across the room. And I don't know why they're all at separate tables. Well, there was basically like a turn up table and a normal table. And I guarantee you they were at separate tables because of COVID restrictions. I bet the hotel, you're probably only allowed to have so many people at a table. Oh, okay. Because on the boat, they were all seated together. So I was like, why are we yelling across this pool? Yeah, I I would be willing to bet it was like a COVID thing, why they had to be at separate tables. Good call. Um, And then Heidi is pushing shots on Amber, who has now come over to their table. Yes. Um, And Brody is talking about how it's very hard to be around drunk people and be sober. And then the girls are pushing Amber to drink more. And they say, is your dad going to be upset? And here is where I have a very, very hot take about this entire thing. Drop it. So when they're sitting at the table and basically the narrative is that like Brody is controlling Amber and like should let, she's not letting her do what she wants. And if she wants to drink, she should drink. And Caitlin kind of gets involved a little bit. And in her confessional says, you know, I like, I I don't want to get involved because I feel like it's not my place. But at the same time, like I feel kind of like a mama bear and I feel very protective of people. Bullshit. Like if you're a mama bear, you're not like get fucking falling down drunk. You'd be like, hey, maybe it's not the best idea to get falling down drunk. I think that Caitlin was 100% doing this to cause trouble for Brody and was thrilled that Amber was getting shithoused. Yes. Because Because it was causing trouble for Brody. Well, and she also says, if there's one thing I've learned, you can't change yourself to accommodate another person, aka drink up Amber, who cares what Brody thinks. It's like, well. Exactly. And we do find out a little bit that Brody was actually being a good guy and was just saying like, look, she can do what she wants. But when she gets really, really drunk, she has problems. And like, I know that she has problems and I've been there. I've had problems when I get really drunk. I'm just trying to prevent that from happening. Yeah. And he tells everyone, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. They've only known her for one day. Um, And I know what he's talking about because I have a much younger friend who um, I've hung out with a couple of times. Like we kind of have a Brody Amber relationship where we hooked up and stuff. I haven't hooked up with him in a few years, but he literally gets falling down drunk. Like, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a pain. Like he gets to a certain point and I'm like, it's not fun to have to carry you home. 
it's also, I mean, it's a fucking pain when anybody, you know, and love does that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's always one person who gets to be like more drunk than you. And it's your job to somehow pick up after them. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. It's really annoying. Um, and you know, like Brody says, like, he's not trying to control her. It's no one's business. And Caitlin did mention at the top of the episode that she knows Amber is kind of this bad influence. Like she said, Amber's such a partier. Yep. Yeah, so, I, I think Caitlin was being incredibly devious and I'm not buying her whole Mother Teresa. I'm just trying to help this poor girl out act. Right. And so then Brody says it's not because she's young. So yeah. he's he's letting people know what's up. I did. It made me a little sad when Brody said it's hard to be around drunk people and be sober because I was looking at like Heidi and Amber. And I if I were Brody, I would have felt so self-righteous. I would have been like, just drink your water and feel good about yourself. bud. like, well, it's interesting because I didn't take it that way when he said that I didn't take it like it's hard because it makes me want to drink. I took it like it's hard because it's they're fucking annoying. Oh, that could be, too. Because they were annoying the crap out of me. And I'd be like, I don't know. Sobriety looks pretty great compared to Yeah. That. Like, I think it was more like when you're sober, being around drunk people is annoying. Sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I, that's yeah. how I took it. Okay. Well. So then there's this back and forth that kind of ends the episode um, that Audrina goes over to Brody that, you know, they're talking about this Amber situation. And, you know, someone called Brody Amber's dad and he's getting a little heated about them getting her drunk or whatever. And then Audrina says, well, Heidi will come over here and clear it up. Like Audrina doesn't want to go down for this by herself. Well, and Brody like, yeah, Brody jumps down Audrina's back. Yes. And then Spencer at the other table is telling Heidi, like, don't do it. Like, just don't just stay out of it. Like, just And again, Spencer's being a wonderful husband and a great person. He's just like, look, like, it's not worth it. You don't want what Audrina just got. Like, let's just let sleeping dogs lie and just shut up about it. Yeah. He's like, Brody's mad. And in his confessional, he says, you know, that he and Brody are in a much better place than they have been in previous years. years. And he says, I don't want it to go sideways, especially over something I don't care about. Yeah. Which is. Yeah, good on Spencer. And then the episode ends with Heidi getting up from the table and going over to Brody's table. And then next week we get um, <laughs> Heidi versus Brody. And then we get some weird Audrina, Sean, Justin, Bobby, Brody, fake bullshit, like love square. Yeah, I think Sean goes in for a kiss. Gross. And someone says COVID made people crazy. Yeah, no shit. The rest of us weren't allowed to travel and get filmed and go do fun things. It made yeah. everybody crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Uh, um, well, that's it, everybody. So um, stay tuned if you're on Twitter for my live tweets of Wednesday's episode. And um, we will talk to you in a week. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at franklymarebee at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareBee. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>